welcome back you guys thank you so much for joining me today i hope you guys remembered to be kind to yourself since you last listened and once again i'm going to give you just a minute to breathe uh remind yourself that you're doing great and you are safe you are loved and everything is going to be okay today with a little story about how my lovely kitten Frank woke me up so you know sometimes kittens they like make weird yelling noises well this must have been his like war cry or something because I wake up to him screaming he's just standing at the end of my bed sprints dead into my face felt like he broke my nose that is the worst way to wake up I still have no idea why he did that and then when he hit my face he made like a little oof noise. <laughs> Anyways, get a cat you guys. It's great. It's <laughs> great. On a more podcast related point, there is an Instagram account with the same name as the podcast if you want to go follow that. I will be posting like polls and stuff so you can help decide what goes to the next episode or when the next episode will be posted just to keep you updated and informed today we are going to be doing an ask women i guess ask a woman because i am only one person and i found these questions on a reddit post and i will be answering them for you today the first one is how did your life change when you started setting boundaries oh my goodness boundaries are one of the hardest things for people to accept i think like i don't enjoy being like unsuspectedly touched so i I've set boundaries like, hey, please don't touch me my whole life. And people are still like hand on my shoulder, like try to tickle me. Like at work, I have a coworker who pinched my side and that is not okay. You guys, just a PSA, don't touch people. Especially coworkers, just don't touch people. Like ever, just seriously, don't touch people. Anyways, so yeah, people are not good at boundaries. People be like upset and like, oh, just chill out. You have to be like, hold your ground and be like, no, this is my boundary and you need to respect it or get away from me, you know? People do not like that, (laughs) to say the very least. Okay, next. What is something your partner does that makes you fall in love more every day? So I'm a person who goes through little bursts of depression and sometimes I don't have the energy to do just normal everyday people stuff. And my boyfriend is very respectful and so very helpful when it comes to all of that. So I would have to say when I'm super depressed, He will cook, he will clean when I can't pick up the slack and it really just makes us feel like a team, I think. So yeah. The next one is women who dyed their hair. How did each color affect people's perception slash treatment of you? So my hair is naturally brown. Um, In high school, like my senior year, I dyed it purple and it was terrible, but it was 2020. So right when COVID happened, so you couldn't like see people. So it was only over Zoom. Nobody really saw it and I 
stayed in the house the whole time. And then I dyed it bright purple with my friend Alex and Aoife, and that was incredibly bright. And I had started college with that hair color, and everybody notices you, everybody sees you. Um, honestly, it made me really self-conscious a lot, because I'd be like, why are people looking at me? Because I had forgotten my hair is bright purple. And um, that's just like a, it's a weird feeling. Because with brown hair, it's like nobody cares. You've got normal hair, like they're looking at other things. Yeah, so I felt very judged. And I don't think anybody was actually judging me. It was just like scary, like... Why are you looking at me? Do I have a food in my teeth? What is it? Like what? But it's just like, wow, she has really bright hair. I can't not look at it. And then I dyed my hair black after the bright purple. No more stairs. I walked to and from class just how I did in high school. Nobody but your friends really care, you know? And you don't feel the, the eyes on you. And people will be like, yeah, I don't even know who you are because I had created this identity of just, oh yeah, she's the purple haired girl. Or no, that's pretty much it. My identity was the hair and when I took the hair away it was who even cares you know so I had to fix a lot of self-esteem issues there after going away from purple also purple destroyed my hair like completely destroyed my hair and so we had to do like super permanent black over it you couldn't even get the purple out and then now the black is stuck in my hair and I'm I've been growing it out for like two years and it's still I've got like weird ombre patchy hair because I tried to go back to my natural hair and the hairdresser's like yeah it's not lightning and we're just gonna fry your hair so I can lighten it a tiny bit more, but it's not going to do anything. So I literally have like tie-dyed hair for years. It's kind of cool sometimes, but then it's also like, oh my god, I can't believe I go outside like that. You know, it just depends on the day. How do you generally treat your friend's new significant other when meeting them for the first time? So that's kind of a tricky one because my friends used to pick not so great guys. So it would always be like the defensive, harder than we're fighting, you know, kind of things like in intimidating them. Which, you know, it never really does because, I don't know, I'm not that scary to be honest but yeah it's just my boyfriend pointed something out so for the longest time I didn't even know this but my boyfriend was like annoyed at my best friend because when they first met she was like oh good we're about the same height so I could fight you easier and or like fight you easier if you hurt her and so like that's always rubbed him the wrong way and he's like why would you introduce yourself to like that to somebody and you know he's so right like we're so used to dating rude men that you have to be like hey don't be a jackass but like we're both in stable healthy relationships that aren't like hey I have to warn this man not to be an ass and she was just so used to having to come on strong because my ex was not great to be honest just remember that they're people too and they're just newly loving the person that you've already loved for however long your friendship has been going on you just gotta remember to have the respect instead of the protectiveness taking over the whole situation. How do you get to be nicer to yourself? A trick that I heard most people work best with is if you were talking to yourself as a child. Would you say that to yourself as a child? No. And just remember like to have compassion for yourself because life is hard and people are trying to get through it and the world is a rough place and you don't need to add more negativity to yourself if the world's already super negative. And I think that's really important is be kind to yourself. It's easy to be like, 
well, you know, it's not that bad. But what you say to yourself has an effect over time of, oh yeah, that must be true. That is my reality. I am this. I am that. And nobody needs that in their life. Ladies, how do you deal with random hey messages from strange men? Um, don't respond. Just don't respond. It's not worth the time, honestly. Some men will get angry and be like, fine, you're fucking ugly anyways. It's not worth it. It's super not worth it. What sorts of things make men feel good to be around? I'm gonna say if they don't make sexist jokes all the time and you notice that they have compassion for people and not the macho man energy because those are the kinds of men that are like scary like don't let themselves feel feelings and feel the need to prove their manliness I don't like those vibes those scream run to me what are your favorite toppings on pizza I love cheese I'm not gonna lie so much I always get like the most cheese I can get on a pizza and then I get feta and diced tomatoes a lot of people like to add spinach but I'm really not a spinach person I don't like spinach I can tolerate it and I won't vomit if I eat it or anything it's just I'd prefer not to what do you consider a nightmare I don't really know what that means it's a dream that was scary I used to have this dream as a kid so you know in Harry Potter when the guy turns into a wolf but not the like wolf looking one the weird creepy skin kind of guy well my TV was broken when I was a kid it was one of those box TVs and the color was broken so this guy was bright orange and I've had a dream that that guy was like chasing me all throughout my hometown and through the library knocking over bookshelves standing outside my window that is a nightmare honestly traumatizing nightmare if you could erase your memory of a tv show you watched so you could rewatch it what would it be one tree hill all the way I'm not gonna lie people are always saying that's so cringy that's just a dumb teenage girl show i live for the drama i'm not gonna lie to you also it's my comfort show and i've seen it at least seven times which part of your personality have you more or less lost over the years how do you feel about that I miss the kid naiveness. Like, I used to trust anybody and everything, and it's a good tool to not trust everybody, but the world felt so much safer when I didn't know so many things, you know? And I miss that. When do you realize that a friendship is not worth saving? You kind of just know because if they're doing things constantly that are outside of your comfort zone or make you uncomfortable, or it's just like a one-sided relationship, and you've talked about it like, hey, this is what I need from you, and if they can't come up with a compromise to better your friendship then you've done everything you can to save it and they didn't feel like saving it so you shouldn't either I guess how do you view your significant other's role in making you happy this one's a little tricky because a significant other should care about your happiness but you should not rely on them to be your source of happiness like that's kind of not healthy and if you're just relying on that and they go away like people sometimes they leave or they die you know what I mean sometimes things just don't work out and if your only source of happiness was that person then you're gonna be like devastated and you need to be the one in control of doing things that make you happy yes having a partner is great and they can be a source of happiness but it is not their responsibility to be that happiness all the time, 100% of the time, you know what I mean? How would you respond to a ghoster who messaged you after being MIA for three months? Honestly, I used to be put in this situation constantly by a person and I'd always be like, oh yeah, I forgive you. You guys 
if you keep doing that, they're going to keep doing it. And all it's saying is they don't respect your time. They don't respect you as a person in their life. They don't respect you. If they have like a legitimate reason, like, I don't know, hey, I got kidnapped or something, then that's a little different. But if they're just like, yeah, I didn't give a shit to text you back, then I don't think you should give a shit to text them back. Or you can be polite and mature and say, this is not working out for me. This relationship or friendship or whatever we have going is not working for me. So I'm going to ask you to leave me alone. And lastly, what three things would you do first on a deserted island? Um, I'd probably cry first. I'm not gonna lie. Hyperventilate a couple times. Maybe pass out. Definitely freaking out. And then, I don't know, I guess I'd probably try to find a way to stay alive. Like water and stuff. And then work on a way to be discovered that, hey, I'm stuck on a deserted island. Please come get me. I'm scared and hungry and probably a little cold. <laughs> so, yeah. That is what I would do. I wanted to wish everybody who's going to college here soon good luck. My little brother just left for college this week. That's a big deal. Super crazy. He's the baby of the entire family, both sides. So just a little crazy. Like we're moving on to the next next generation, I guess, after that. Crazy. Anyways, so good luck, you guys. Remember to have fun. Actually go to your classes. Actually do your homework. Set yourself a schedule. You don't have your mom. You don't have your parents and the accountability. You have to make it yourself. Yeah, just make good choices, you guys. Especially my little brother. If you're listening to this, make good choices. I mean it. Okay, you guys. Um, make sure that you're doing things that are nice for yourself. And uh, yeah, do things that make you feel like yourself again. And make good choices. And forgive yourself for the bad ones. And move on. If no one has told you today, you're doing great. I'm proud of you. Keep on keeping on. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you.